0: Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Mandatory calls to action. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thank you. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Who's Remarkable. Tonight, I'm going to talk about some very um, important things I want to share with you all. Some things that I really didn't bring to the platform early on in the um, Who's Remarkable segment. So, I'm getting ready to play one of my another one of my favorite songs before I get started because I'm going to get on Facebook about 6 o'clock. But I want to share this with you all this afternoon. <laughs> Thank mm-hmm. you. Why is this song so important to me? I remember hearing this song with Stevie Wonder as a child, and you know, it been so long since I heard it. So about a month or so ago, I was trying to think about who was singing this song. Keep in mind, I haven't heard this song since I was a kid. And I was thinking to myself, like, who that song, Fun Day and Fun Day, when I typed it in the search and it popped up and I kept playing that song, kept playing that song, kept playing that song because my spirit needed to hear that particular song. There's times when I need to hear a certain song. There's certain times that I need to hear something that just need to kind of feed into me. And there was another song I want to play before I get on social media. And it was a song by Aretha Franklin. And that just kind of resonated. So I want to play this because I was, I was hearing that in my spirit yesterday evening. And I'm like, oh, I need to play this song. I need to play this song. So I'm going to go ahead and play this song. I'm trying to say, is it Aretha or uh, Dion Warwick? So I'm gonna see which one it is first, and maybe Aretha. Let me see. Yep. Hmm. <laughs> All right, everybody, I'm getting ready to head over to Facebook on this blessed, amazing Wednesday. Good evening everybody and welcome back to who's remarkable tonight I'm going to talk about something very interesting and I kind of mentioned it early on in my podcast for those who are um, tuning into my podcast tonight I want to talk about um, churches and um, some things that I have just been feeling lately and as the story goes on and on I'm gonna to continue to bring content to my platform Good afternoon. Good evening. Good morning to those who are tuning in. Continue to tune in to Who's Remarkable. So, where do I start off? So, most of you're probably wondering, like, Remarkable, where had where what inspired you to really push to being so into the ministry? So, let's start. As a child, and I'm going back now. I went to different type of churches, okay? First and foremost, I ended up going to churches like African Methodist churches, Baptist churches. Sometimes visit Pentecostal churches too. But when I was a young child, I really wasn't really paying attention to what was being said or being projected to me because I was a child I was antsy really wasn't listening ready to go and leave and go and be a child and you know as a child me and my mom went to church faithfully for some years we went from Africa went to Hearst Chapel and from Hearst Chapel <coughs> to uh, New Bethel Well, no yeah New Bethel off Night Street then we end up visiting a church um, Pleasant Heights because my brother was at the time he was involved in the church yes I do have a brother and that's something I'm going to talk about tonight on this platform as well Okay, that's a serious topic for me unfortunately so back to what I was saying so me and my mom always went to church and what now we went back and forth between Hurst Chapel and New Bethel like I said as a child I was very antsy very uh, not really paying attention just kind of just really wasn't interested about what was really going on at the time as a child not knowing at the age i am i'm into ministry i'm reading the bible i'm praying and having that relationship with god i was a young child just being curious. didn't really think about it didn't really dog consideration about was really not paying attention to what the pastor was saying because when you are a young child you're not really paying attention you're just trying to play 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 have fun not not every child is made and created that way, but for me, that's how it was, and I was like, man, I don't want to go to church this and that and the third. But I was I was actually forced to go to church, unfortunately, because I couldn't stay home. But I want to try to give you across is that I've never joined any type of African and Methodist churches or Baptist churches per I did join, well, yeah, I did join one particular church. I am a member of Christ Fellowship. Um, I did become a member of another church that was a non-denominational church and see what most people would really didn't understand is like dog you know the Bible you pray I had to learn this over time this is not an easy this is not an easy journey for me and for me to just continue to do this over the years there's something that has a background history I had grandmas that were prayer warriors my mama was a prayer warrior my grandma was a prayer warrior. My grandma was a prayer warrior. And many of them behind me had a very a very powerful relationship with God. I knew only one of my great-grandmas. I didn't know my other great-grandma because she passed before I was a baby. So I didn't know her at all. My brother knew her, but I never met her or knew anything about her because she, like I said, passed before I was born. My grandmas went to church. My, my dad's mom, she went to church. She was she was in the Usher board she was a praying woman she wrote in her journal she took notes she was very into that very much so I must say my other grandma she read daily devotions she watched things on TV she prayed my mom was a praying woman of God she had a different different perspective and a different how would I say it a different um, way of looking at things in her way because she she listened to the pastors and she was always into that and that's probably drawn me to that place now my at my older age. Because when I was a child, like I said, we went to churches. She always enjoyed looking at a lot of the different services on these different platforms on TV. She used to watch Redemptive Life. She used to listen to somebody on WPLM. She always looked at all the different ministers that were preaching and talking the word of God. And that really inspired and encouraged her. And she enjoyed that. Like I said, we went back and forth to different churches. So this is what ties into where I'm getting ready to talk about my brother. So most of you who know or don't know, I do have an older brother. We are about 10 years apart. He will be 47. uh, He's 47 as of February 2nd. Um, Our relationship is not great. We haven't seen each other in X amount of years. Don't know where he is. Don't know to locate him. He just went ghost. Um, that's a pain that really resonates me day in and day out how you just automatically just disappear out of their the bliss he had a lot of things he was dealing with and things he was facing and challenges and you know he kind of just turned from the family and then he came back and he end up had to leave where he was and then he end up out on the street and I haven't seen my brother since 2012 that's a long time right Keep in mind, he's not aware that our mom has passed and went home to be with the Lord. And what's so hurtful about it is that he wasn't here to help with this. He wasn't here to deal with this. He was the firstborn. And that bothers me and that upsets me to the core. This is a deep, deep, dark broadcast because this is what I need to talk to people about. It hurts the fact that you're the oldest. You made very bad decisions whatever situations may be in your life. You chose to take that path. But what bothers me is you never really considered my thing. You really didn't consider my feelings. You definitely didn't consider my emotion by taking off and doing what you wanted to do. And most didn't know that I had a sibling. And I really don't talk about him very much because that's deep and dark. But if I'm presenting who's remarkable, you need to know this dark side that I really don't share. And that's a painful side and i try not to think about it but it does surface up and when it surfaces up it bothers me it bothers me so bad to know that all these years that we don't know where you are where you where you stand where you live in. don't know if you're dead or alive that point. And most people say, you telling your business, no, everybody, this is my platform, I am telling you a story. If you're going to know who Remarkable is, you're going to get the full uncut version about what that. And most of the things that I'm talking about on this video are going to be in my book sooner or later. To God be the glory. But that bothers me. That you make decisions, you make choices, you are around a different kind of people. And that as a sister just showed me that you basically didn't care about my feelings. You didn't care about my emotions. You didn't care about anything that I felt was important to me. You were thinking about me, 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 me. But did you ever think, oh, my sister, she good, this is that. But that's a lot of pressure. I miss talking to my brother. I miss talking to him. I miss having those engaging conversations with him. But that's something I hope one day we can connect if it's not too late. If it's not too late, everybody, if it's not too late. What I learned about my brother, and I'm going to go ahead and cut this short, that whatever he was feeling or whatever he was dealing with, it just surfaced up over time, and it got a lot worse, and it got really bad to the point that he just iced his family out. And two, he kind of just disconnected himself and got tied in with different things and stuff that was really out of orthodox and too he was dipping and dabbling in different churches trying to figure out where he fit in at. and that's where I need my platform to continue to pray continue to pray and seek of where my brother is and will he come back to say what he need to say to me and my daddy I say me and my daddy because he. that's just how it is now that part, me and my daddy it's not togetherness. It's a division there. And that's the most hurtful and painful thing that I have ever experienced in my life. I've experienced other traumas, ladies and gentlemen. But that's that, that room right there, besides my mama passing and me having a culture, that by my sibling, that is a dark cut that I have not healed from. And I've got to find it in my heart to forgive, let go, and heal from that. And when I heal from that, I'm going to continue to tell my story. I'm going to continue to bring this awareness like, hey, even though he did what he did, I got to learn to forgive for myself. I got to learn how to let go. Because every time I think about it, it just makes me mad even more. And I have to remind myself, hey, you're going to have to forgive. You're going to have to let go. And every time I think about it, want to punch him in the face. This is just what it is on this platform. Because of bad choices and bad decisions. Background story. Brother was a very smart and amazing gentleman. Had good grades and then something happened where he ended up transitioning to another school and then he was just making all bad decisions, being around these different females. I'm sharing to pour my heart out here. This is what you wanna know, this is what you're gonna know. Don't judge me. Ye shall not judge if you. you don't wanna be judged. And and basically As he got older, he had a good job, this and that, but he got connected with the wrong females, and these women were speaking things into him that was not even positive. They were doing things, and he was just manipulated in so many different aspects to the point that he thought what he needed is what he needed. Mm In reality, he needed to continue doing what he was doing. He was involving himself with women after women, and that caused his mindset to spiral out of control. Keep in mind, my grandparents passed some years ago, so that really took a toll on him all of this lying and sneaking around it was a complete mess but all i know is he made some bad decisions like many of us even myself but the problem is he never wanted to address them or correct them or do better for himself he just went on a he just went on a like he mentally just lost her or something and the problem was everybody in my family now they can tune in that bothers me, like, where your brother at? Honestly, to be truthfully, I don't know where he is. I haven't heard from him or seen from him in X amount of years. And everybody talking about, well, you need to search for your brother. We've done that, went through the whole blog and search and all this other stuff. But what we're going to find out about him is not going to be good. What we're going to discover is not going to be good at all. I'm going to tell you why. Because he's been gone so long, we don't know how his mindset is, and we definitely don't know how his personality is. So I'm going to go ahead and shut that down and not talk any further about that. Just keep my family in prayer and hopefully one day he will surface up and I can make it right. And he definitely can make it right before God. Okay, So that's a deep nugget that I share with you all. And I'm not going to go any further with that conversation. okay? Because it's making me mad just thinking about it. That part. So as I um, move forward with the concept of who's remarkable. I talked about the churches and I attended, I talked about my mom and how I over time grew to get involved with it. And I connected with different um, people over the years and got in different platforms, uh, introduced myself to people that are not even Florida. I've do- I have joined different platforms during this whole pandemic. I didn't join an organization on Gainesville, but not joined, but took, took part in their Zoom calls. I think a couple of them I went to. And I end up partaking in a young lady And she's actually on my page Her name is Ms. White And I partake in some of the concepts And some of her Zoom calls I think it was the, the broadcast was called Or the webinar was called Women's First or First Moms But she has great content I've gotten contact with some ladies From Mrs., Ms., Ms., uh, Mrs. Joseph She has a platform So I have been connected with different people I have connected with the Phenomenal Sabrina so Harris and a lot of the other women's in the platform, I have connected with. Uh, who else? Pamela Black and the the Positive Purge. And who else? A lot of other different women I have connected with in these last few last few uh, months or even years. So it will be a year in uh, I believe February. yep have been a year in February that I connected with even months. I've connected with these different platforms and learned a lot of different things about them and their personality, their mindset, uh, the people they're interacting with. and I've learned a lot just being in different webinars and calls. What, what's important to me is that I'm interacting and networking with different people that have never really known me on a personal note, but they got to know me for X amount of year or X amount of months that they did know me. And what I've come to realize that I can connect with so many different people And we can collaborate whenever that may be. And I can sit here and say, okay, I can connect with you and understand where you're coming from and not get mad. There was a time when I could connect with people and I said I couldn't work with them. I have dealt with some very difficult and very complicated people over the last few months. Very complicated, very difficult. I'm telling you, very complicated, very difficult. But I had to learn over time to change this mindset. And when I had to change this mindset, which is a still ongoing battle too because I'm still learning about changing my mindset in a lot of different areas because I'm learning and I'm okay with that. But I want to tell you this is, even though I have got it in, in different platforms in different organizations, I've learned about everybody's personality and how everybody thinks completely differently than what it is. What I may say to you may affect you. What you may say to me may affect me. But at the end of the day, who am I to say who's wrong is right when I'm learning something new from you and you're definitely learning something new from me or I'm learning something from this sister, this brother, whoever the situation may be. But what I learn by networking and connecting with different people because people have different perspectives of things. What I might say may offend somebody. What I might do may make people mad. But at the end of the day, I'm not here to be a people pleaser. I'm here to give you, a, give you the insight of who Remarkable is. If you sit here and please people every day, are you benefiting anything at the end of the day? No, you're not. Because you're trying to please this person, this person, this person, this person. And there was times where Remarkable was trying to please people. I had to step back and say, you know what? I'm going to stop trying to please people and stop pleasing myself. I'm going to start taking initiatives of the things that I'm doing to help myself, grow myself, and build myself. Building my brand, marketing, advertising, showing people who Remarkable Queen of Inspiration is. I don't sugarcoat anything, and I don't filter anything on this platform. That's probably a lot of time people get so offended with me, but I've learned over time. Why would I keep apologizing for speaking the truth? Because there was a time I used to be like, oh, man, I shouldn't have said that out of my mouth. I got to take that back and fix it. But I've gotten to a place to be mindful, but say it in a very proper way so you can understand the first time, okay? So moving right along. Today was, uh, I was feeling kind of, I don't know, tired today. And what I mean, Ty is like, I didn't have no energy. I woke up and do my normal routine, pray, read the Bible, post on my platform, whatnot. But I was running around from all these different stores and whatnot, and I felt completely drained. I'm like, oh, man, let me come back from the store and go get me a, get some type of peach. And when I ate, the, ate that peach, I felt so much better. Because keep in mind, everybody, I have lost a lot of weight. And this whole Weight Watcher plan thing, not the Weight Watcher plan where you go and sign up for X amount of days. This is something that I'm doing for myself. I'm not signing up to no plan. and I ain't in no gym. I have the gym where you go exercise at home or you go out to the park or walk the trails or any other little track field to exercise doing the old-fashioned way. You ain't got to pay no money. It's free. Free of charge. Just get in your car and go that part. But I just want to tell you this. I felt so drained and so out of jail. I was like, Lord, what's going on? And I'm like, oh, man, I feel so tired. So I said, let me go home and eat a, 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 a some fruit. Because I had some eggs this morning. And normally I eat some eggs or I have some grits. Or if I don't have eggs, I end up eating some eggs and I have some turkey with it. Or I have a a, 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 a Pilates, or Not a Pilates, uh Yeah, not a Pilate. Uh, pita bread. And I toast it with some uh Cheese. And I put some turkey and some cheese, some provolone cheese on it. And I have the eggs inside that I eat that and that gives me a lot of energy. So that's probably something that I'm going to continue to do. And that brought my energy like, woof. So I'm like, okay, I won't try that no more. Just eating the eggs. So I got to eat some eggs and add something else to it. Keep in mind, I don't drink orange juice no more. I am lactose intolerant. So... If I do have milk, I have to mix it in my food. It has to be with, like, like any kind of pasta or any type of mac and cheese or whatnot, or even cornbread. But I can not just physically drink milk. And they say drink lactose intolerant. And I'm lactose intolerant. And I thought about the drinking it, but I don't know. I don't know how my stomach would take that, being then I have acid reflux real bad. That far. <clears throat> so... As I did all that, and I went to the doctor, and as I left the doctor, came back and did with the kids because they still doing virtual and whatnot. Took the kids where they need to go after school, and got everything situated. And now I'm here talking to everybody on my platform this evening about what I'm, what I've talked about. I talked about churches. I talked about my brother. I talked about what else, the different type of, of how I felt today. All these different things. This is kind of like who's remarkable diary, and just giving you a background history. Now, this is something I want to talk about as well, too. There was times that Remarkable felt like, oh, man, people don't want to hear what I got to say. People are so judgmental, this and that. I've learned to come to accept that whoever, who is, whoever tunes in and whoever pays attention to the things that I'm talking about, that's, that's fine because I know without a shadow of a doubt all this hard work and dedication will pay off. I'm telling you this because you can sit here for two seconds and watch me and go on to the next thing. I'm perfectly fine with that. Caught me about four, five, about two, three years ago, I'll be big mad. But now I'm not mad about it no more because the things that I'm sharing is just empowering me and encouraging me to do a little bit more and be a little bit more better of what I'm saying. I do the webinars, I do the prayer, I do the morning prayers, I do the nightly prayers, but lately I've been so tired. And that's not even an no excuse, but my body was letting me know to, like, chill, Marco, but chill. Because you can get mentally, spiritually drained if you're putting too much on yourself. And that's what I've been feeling in the last couple of mornings when I get up. I'm like, okay, I know I need to go live. And I'll be like, oh, I just don't have the energy. And I do take vitamins, everybody. I do take vitamins. It's just the fact that Margo needs to rest. That's the thing that I have to do. I need to rest. I definitely need to rest. And I definitely got to really get that rest in. It's very important. Because I get up, I have my 30 minutes by myself, of course. And then I get ready to get everybody up, this and that, and then all of a sudden, I got to rest, and I got to breathe, and I got to take that moment and say, okay, I need to release. I need to have a yoga or a meditational moment or any other thing. And with that being said, I'm going to take a quick little bit, everybody. Everybody. i'm back at it again i'm gonna to talk to you for a little bit more and i'm gonna get ready to get off my anchor podcast as well as my facebook and youtube because i got a sermon i have to do at 7 p.m Ooh. it's okay it is what it is on here yes yes <laughs> gc she's something else y'all so as i covered everything tonight i want you to think about a lot of the stuff that remarkable has talked about and some of the things that i've been feeling also, too, I'm going to share that tomorrow. A lot of some things that I was facing or dealing with today. You know what? Share now. I've noticed in my day-to-day routine, I understand that I have a listening ear and people want to tell me all their problems. But it's always good for somebody to hear my problems and what I'm feeling. I love to get good morning texts. I love to say, oh, I appreciate you. I make a count on my fingers. How many people do that now? I could say maybe one or two people reach out to me. It don't even be about anything. They don't even want anything. They just want to make sure I'm good. And I appreciate those who constantly call, or excuse me, call periodically, but actually send me a message on Facebook or check up on me and make sure I'm all right. I really appreciate that. It should be more consistent for some, but hey, I won't complain Because, you know, I'm grateful for those who reach out to me. You just never know what I go through in the morning. You know, I always want to wake up and feel happy. I want to get that good morning. How you doing? How you feeling? How was your night? Is you all right? Do you need anything? Do you need encouragement or something to kind of put a smile on my face? And i like I said, the one or two that reached out, I really appreciate you for doing that. You know exactly who you are. But it's like if it's not strangers, like when you at home and everybody know I've been there, like family don't understand. Like, hey, does this person have any feelings? Does this person have any emotions? And they don't think about it like that. They just somehow I want, I want, I want. Can y'all please stop and think about? Hey, this person may want you to do something that you normally don't do. They don't consider that. They're thinking about what they want. Maybe it's just their perspective, their mindset. I don't know. But that's just, that bothers me because it's not always about you. Seriously. Other people have feelings. Other people have emotions. It's good to ask somebody, how you doing today? How was your night? How you feeling? I hope you have an amazing day. I love to hear that. I really do. That makes me feel appreciated. I'm just saying. I'm just throwing it out there. That's just how that makes me feel. And I know everybody has busy schedules and things going on, but it's always feel good to know that somebody's thinking about you out of nowhere or send you morning texts or send you messages to remind you how amazing you are. It's, it's amazing. Okay? All right, everybody. That is it for tonight. Those of you who can watch the replay of this, this was talking about churches and a family. So I love every one of you all. I will see you all here tomorrow at uh, six. Yeah, six Because I always say seven, but I have these other uh, these other uh, broadcasts that has been placed on my heart to do. So I had to bring it a little fur- further earlier. So everyone have an amazing and a blessed Wednesday, and I will talk to you all tomorrow. This is Remarkable Queen of Inspiration. See you later, everybody. Peace.